0: plushcare.com slash weight loss.
1: The LMFM Vets and Their Pet Series. (laughs) Keeping your pets safe this Halloween with Highfield Veterinary Navin. Commons Road, Navin. For more information or to make an appointment visit highfield.ie it's time to return to our regular vets and their pet series in association with Highfield Veterinary Clinic, Commons Road in Navin. And today, vet Ashling Flynn is with me. We're going to be discussing skin conditions that affect cats and dogs. Ashling is on the line with us. Great to have you, Ashling. Hi, thanks for having me. Now, tell us first of all, what are the most common skin conditions that affect cats and dogs? Yeah, so
0: unfortunately, skin disease, It's it's Probably the most common concern we see in practice in dogs and cats and it probably again it's kind of the ultimate multifactorial disease because each case there can be so many different factors contributing to it so probably higher up there would be the common one we see especially in cats is flea allergies and flea allergy dermatitis so that's where they're actually allergic to the saliva of fleas so even if they get the bite of one flea it can just set off the whole chain reaction and cause them to have really itchy scaly and sore skin Dogs can offer suffer with this, and I think it's easy for owners out there to think, oh, well, I would know if my pet had fleas, but especially when they've such a long coat, you'd be surprised at how high a flea burden they can have without it being noticed. And on top of that, they can suffer from mite problems, so they're usually invisible to the naked eye, so if you're taking your pet to the vet, they might do a skin scrape to confirm it and give you appropriate medication, and the medication that's usually needed to kill those mites It's often prescription only, so the pet shop products won't really treat for it. And as well as that, um, we're coming out of the summer now, but in summer we'd regularly see a problem with harvest mites. Now, they're like little gold flecks on your pet's paws and around their ears. And they're something I actually never even saw in practice until I moved to this part of the country. And I think (laughs) I saw them every single day this summer. And they're awkward to treat, but you can get them treated. It just needs kind of a regular application.
1: Okay yeah Um, I would never have heard of that one myself and that's interesting so is it mostly uh, animals then that would be kind of in rural settings more so?
0: Yeah definitely so it's your dogs and cats that would be out and about a lot especially cats because obviously cats they might disappear for a day and come back and you don't know where they've been so definitely is the ones that are more rural more out and about your ones that would be kind of just in the garden and going for just the walk in the park be less likely to get it.
1: You mentioned something interesting there, and I'm a cat owner myself in terms of the, the fleeing and stuff like normally cat and dog owners would be fairly good at preventing, you know, uh, given the treatments uh, for preventing fleas and that kind of thing. Is that something because I would have thought around this time of the year that we could slightly reduce the amount of times maybe that we're doing it. Is it a seasonal thing that the flea dosing?
0: The dosing itself isn't. Now, the flea burden definitely can get worse in the summertime, but now, especially with climate change, we're seeing these kind of problems, fleas and ticks, they are all year round rather than just being a summer issue. And especially, as I said, if they get the bite of one, that sets off the whole thing. So definitely would recommend your monthly flea treatment and be really kind of religious about it to try and keep it under control especially for cats that have an issue with it
1: okay because yeah we would have done mine uh, my cat there but I'd say it could be nearly roughly a month ago now at this stage actually and like that but she's one of those cats that's always kind of at her ears scratching do you know that sort of way like every now and again and I'm kind of going she's no like the the flea dose I can't see fleas on her and she's uh, getting the dose you know you part the hair you see the skin Mm -hmm. you, you get it in there you you know, she's getting that once a month. Could that just be a thing that she's doing or could there be another issue there, maybe?
0: Well, they can get ear mites as well. So they can look like kind of dark um, dirt in the ears. And then some of your spot-ons, again, the ones you get in just the pet shop wouldn't really treat for that. Um, your spot-ons so that get the vets would usually treat for the ear mites. Okay. And then sometimes they can need actually ear drops that have a treatment that kills ear mites too. But with ears, they're kind of they can be anything they could be yes from fleas or from mites but they're often part of a kind of an allergic component in general so cats and dogs really do suffer with allergies and often the place they show up mostly is in their ears
1: okay that's really interesting and that could be you know in relation to say weather environmental issues uh, conditions or also could it be to do with food if there's a new food could this have a knock-on effect and show signs in the skin yeah
0: definitely. so food is a massive culprit, and um, many pets can be allergic to their just commercial pet foods, and also they can be allergic to scraps and treats that they might be getting in the house, oh.
1: even a lot of, yeah, <laughs> yeah ra- you're raising alarm bells at me there but they 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 love the ale treats, don't they
0: <laughs> they do they definitely do, and often, like I often hear um that dogs especially might get cheese as a treat or even oh. puppies might they might be using cheese as the reward, but they're they're naturally quite lactose intolerant so while they may love it it can be doing them no favours and cause itchy skin and other problems yeah but there is a lot of kind of anti-allergy foods out there now so if you and your vet feel that there might be an allergy Um, It's definitely worth trying anti-allergy foods and there's so many of them that there is even kind of different protein sources. So if the chicken one isn't working, you can try the salmon one. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: there's even prescription kind of hydrolyzed ones where basically all the protein is broken down so your pet won't be allergic to it.
1: And, you know, as you mentioned there, it's really a good idea to shop for a proper food like that. You know, look, sometimes, you know, the temptation to buy sort of the cheaper brands. But, you know, it really is a better investment and your your pet's going to be living longer. They're going to have a better quality of life. They're not going to suffer from all these underlying things if they're, if they're on the better branded food. Um, and yet on the subject of treats now, because you've mentioned the cheese for the dog. I caught, now we don't give it to her, but I caught my cat having a little uh, lap of a, of a sealant. Cereal bowl, The milk out of the cereal bowl. Surely she doesn't like that, but she clearly does. <laughs> yeah, your cats cats
0: wouldn't have the same kind of lactose intolerance as dogs do. I still wouldn't kind of recommend giving no. them bowls of milk and stuff. A no. little bit won't cause the same kind of damage that it will do to dogs. Like I see a lot of the, the cafes, often these kind of puppuccinos and pop cups yeah. and stuff. And they're, they tend to be just cups of milk. So unless they're lactose free milk, I would say try and avoid unless you want to... Uh,
1: a messy house in the morning. Well, that's the other thing too. Um, So, you know, on, on, uh, the go back to the kind of skin conditions, in terms of the, you know, signs, symptoms, indications, I mean, I imagine the itching would be one thing. Would there be any other symptoms to look out for in terms of the skin conditions?
0: Yeah, so people often think, okay, well, they're not scratching themselves, using their legs to scratch their ears or scratch their neck. And one thing often, a dog will come in, it might be for something totally unrelated and it might be a white dog and look down and I'll see, their paws are totally stained brown and that's, that's just from them licking at it and often you'll ask the question then, do they lick or bite their paws? And the amount of times a week I'll hear, oh no, no, they don't, they're just a paw licker. And while some dogs will yes lick at their paws to clean them, it's it should be infrequent. So if your dog is licking at their paw kind of multiple times a day, then they're actually nine times out of 10 is an allergic reason for it. So it's definitely worth taking a trip to your vets and seeing what kind of options there are for that.
1: And, you know, in terms of, say, you know, you've you've mentioned, uh, you know, the, the, the licking of the paws, that kind of thing. Could things like, say, for example, problems with their liver or other underlying health conditions result in behaviours or things manifesting in the skin?
0: Uh, pain would probably be the biggest thing. So okay. if you found they were licking at maybe their back legs or their paws, generally it would be, could be arthritis or pain. You wouldn't really see kind of, too many internal conditions unless it was purely behavioural where they were stressing out then Mm -hmm. they might lick at themselves but with regards to kind of health conditions other than that you wouldn't see too much um, of that presenting as them licking at themselves or biting at themselves.
1: And in terms of you know if we we notice something you know is going wrong with the skin if it's you know not looking it's, it's in great shape and we want kind of treatment really is it the first stop is the vet and then as opposed to kind of going and trying to get you know over the counter stuff for it?
0: Yeah, definitely. Look, um, you can you can go and get your over-the-counter stuff, but a lot of the time they just won't work. They might mm. just be a waste of money because they just won't be targeting the real issue. I mean, a lot of dogs, especially dogs that have a um, condition called atopic dermatitis, it's not curable, but it is definitely manageable. But there's okay. there's so many aspects to treating it. So they often get kind of secondary skin infections because the the natural healthy skin barrier just isn't there. So bacteria and yeast, they're naturally able to kind of take over and colonize that skin. So often they need a medicated shampoo to treat that and to help get that skin barrier a little healthier. I mentioned before about ears, sometimes they need treat for ear infections. And then there is, in that condition, atopic dermatitis, there is medication for it, which can help control it. It does work really well, but the most important thing, I suppose, is that people are aware, oftentimes it's not curable, but it is. it's often to- able to well manage it.
1: And is there anything else then, Ashling, that you'd like us to take on board when it comes to skin conditions? Obviously, things like not ignoring it and leaving it go can lead to to worse problems down the line.
0: Yeah, I suppose even, you know, when you're just even keeping an eye out on things, if you find your dog or your cat is suddenly itchy, just look around the house and have a think back to things that might have changed in the last little while. Even sometimes they might have slept on the same bed for the last year and you wash the bed and suddenly they're scratching so they can be allergic to Detergents, so if you yes. change the detergent in the house even kind of stuff like diffuses and stuff like that can be even simple enough to set them off and if you feel like your pet is kind of ticking any of the boxes licking their paws rubbing their tummies along the ground definitely get in touch with your vet to organize a treatment plan and uh yeah it can be really irritating to wa- and uncomfortable to watch them yeah. track themselves so and it's obviously it's irritating for them so important to try and get on top of it early because the longer it goes on, the more likely they are to have quite a bad skin infection as a secondary result.
1: Lots of great advice there. If people want more information, how hey, can they get in touch with you guys?
0: Yeah, so they can phone um, any of our clinics or they can go to highfield.ie and we actually have an online booking system now, which is great if you're like me and would rather avoid actually a phone conversation <laughs> to book an appointment.
1: <laughs> it's quicker as well, highfield.ie. Uh, Ashling, as always, thank you so much for joining us with all of that great advice. No problem. Thanks the LMFM Vets and Their Pet Series. (laughs) Keeping your pets safe this Halloween with Highfield Veterinary Navin, Commons Road, Navin. For more information or to make an appointment, visit highfield.ie.